up, pals? Welcome to episode 91 of the Super Nerd Pals Podcast. I'm one of your hosts for today, Chris Sampson. I'm Andy Karasquilla. I'm Prince Noctis. What? No way. <laughs> I'm Stan Gadurski. Sorry. No, don't apologize. I'm Prince Stan Gadurski. I called dibs on being Ignis. <laughs> Chris, that makes you prompt, though. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> There's still another character besides prompt, though. Gladio? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to be prompt, though. I'm, I'm calling that shit. I love prompt, though. So, how's everyone? I played a lot of Pokemon until I got Final Fantasy. Played Final Fantasy for like an hour. I played, played a bunch of Pokemon. I played 12... 12? No, like 10 and a half, 11 hours of Final Fantasy 15 this past week. I was supposed to start playing Final Fantasy 15 a couple hours ago, and then there was this giant update patch in addition to like the original restall, which I actually, I think it's still trying to download right now. That happened to me the day that I got it, and what I did was play the game without the update. But you missed, that's why. That's why you were asking me what the fuck was going on with Kingsglaive. Because the update added in scenes and cutscenes from Kingsglaive in between chapter 1 and 2. I got those cutscenes. Oh, weird. Then I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Never the update mind. just told me that I couldn't access anything online without the update. And I was like, fuck it. Because that update was supposed to add, like, stuff from Kingsglaive and etc. But maybe they already put that. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> so, I'm, my plan is, after we record, just to start playing. But... Although that's been pretty busy, I played a shit ton of Heroes of the Storm, so I finally got that Oni Genji skin. It looks so dope. I got really addicted to Heroes of the Storm. I just finished this amazing Netflix series called Three Percent, a sci-fi dystopian thriller show. It's like about eight episodes. It's Brazilian, so like it's like one of the first international Netflix or original shows that they produced. The story is really strong, and fr- I think it's like a fresh take on like the whole young adult dystopian fiction because. If you look at Divergent and Hunger Games, there was one other one. It's called like Undone. They're all very homogenized, but this takes play. This takes a different spin on it, and I really enjoyed it. So you should check it out. And I also read Ghost Rider number one. Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider is back. I really enjoy the issue, especially because Chad Moore's back on the art. So it was really good. I also got his variant. And I'm so excited about that. Nice. Does it pick up from where? The last series left off. It's still within continuity of like the original Ghost Rider. Not like is 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 um is Tom Hardy playing him now? And like you're not sure if it's like the same continuity, but it it might be. Uh, I wish. <laughs> um, no, it's still he's still the same. Uh, it's it pretty much picks off like right where the second arc of Ghost Rider picked off with Felipe Smith and Damon Scott on it. It was kind of weird though, because it's this is like the first time. Well, I guess I guess uh, Robbie Reyes has he he has interacted with other people, but this is like the first time in his main ongoing book that he's interacting with other people in the Marvel universe. So this is my first encounter with Amadeus Cho Hulk because he shows up in the issue. Oh, the totally host awesome one. Yeah, yeah, I totally awesome Hulk. I I really don't know how to feel about him. I feel like he's a tryhard. He's like. Like, or I don't know, or maybe the writers are, are really trying hard to make him sound cool and hip, and it just sounds really lame. And It's almost like they named this series totally awesome, right? To, like, kind of, like, implant that in your brain, like, incept you to think that he's actually an awesome person. Spoiler alert, he's not. He's not. 
I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty lame, and I could have done without totally awesome Hulk in it. But the issue ends in like a really cool cliffhanger setup because who shows up in Los Angeles? Laura Kinney, X twenty three, all new oh, Wolverine. Shit. She shows up at the end of the book. It's like, oh my god, what's going on? Are they nice. the team up? I don't know. But um, Laura and her uh, what, what's her, what's her name? God, she was one of the the weird Laura clones that Gabby. She Gabby, that's right, Gabby. Yeah, don't worry, I'm. I, I know what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it was yeah. Jonathan there too? Was the little uh, was there Wolverine pet there? No, it's only it's only Gabby and, and Laura at the moment. But they show up. They're, they're, they're gonna about to nom some tacos at this super amazing famous taco food truck, and there's this creature that like he eats organisms and it evolves and absorbs their powers and their intellect. So this creature bit the Hulk, and now he. He's hiding in the sewers, and Laura smells him, and like she pops her claws, and she's like, "Oh shit, it's, it's on!" I'm I'm so excited for the next issue. So. Nice. And then, uh, well, Trad is not doing the main art; they're doing like a side story. So they did a side story where he meets this new, I guess, like, anti-hero named uh, Piston Nitro. Think of her as like Hunter Zolomon from season three Flash. Um, Reverse Flash. Is it called Reverse Flash or like Death or the Black Zoom? It was like Zoom, Zoom Boy. Oh my God! Wow, I I could not remember his name. That Zoom. quick bad boy that we call. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. But this girl, she basically has Zoom's powers, where she doesn't actually have super speed, but she can manipulate the temporal space and time around her, so she can travel faster than everyone around her, but not actually have like the speed force or super speed. And she and she rides on a skateboard. And it's so cool. And she tries to jack his car, and they have this race. And then the Ghost Rider car teleports using Hell Dimensions to catch up with her. But she gets she she traps him and gets away. And it's really cool. Zoom's Zoom's powers are like very complex. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But that's comic books in general. Yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling. That was my week. News. Yeah, news. Let's start out with the news. So, um, in terms of actual miscellaneous news, we're gonna be light because most of our news is gonna be coming out of amazing reveals at the Game Awards and PXX. Otherwise, uh, we got some awesome Marvel Cinematic Universe news. So, first, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. James Gunn he released the trailer. It looks awesome. Baby Groot is stealing the show, and I personally love like Baby Groot and Drax were like the best parts of of this trailer. I'm really excited. How uh, did you guys see the trailer? How did you feel about it? I haven't seen it. I haven't had a chance. You're the only uh, one. Okay, well, uh, all I was gonna say, like, you're gonna just fall in love with Baby Groot. Is he like walking around as Baby? He's walking Groot? around and he he, <laughs> he shouts like "I am Groot" and it's so cute. And I just don't want to spoil it. You just watch it as soon as possible. Like Marvel's just making all the right moves, and this looks even better than the first Guardians. Nice, nice. Also, in Marvel-related news, Luke Cage Season 2 was announced, or confirmed. Yes. They, they released a small or short teaser, basically a, a shot, or like, it's like a animated short, as a shot of Pops the Barbershop, and it flashes, like, from close to open, and then they flash to, like, oh, and then there's, like, another sign underneath uh, the open sign that says Season 2. Stan, I know you and Kirsty binged. Luke Cage and uh, yeah, we tell tell us how you feel about it. We're almost done with it. 
and uh, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's really good. I like it a lot. Kirstie like loves it too, and I was a little a little worried because she didn't seem like very interested in Luke Cage because she was only really she only liked Luke Cage because he was in Jessica Jones and she's like a massive Jessica Jones fan all of a sudden because we saw the the series together. But she was like, you know what? I kind of want to watch Luke Cage. I was like, yes. So we sat down, we watched it, and she she loves it. And now and now that we're almost at the end of Luke Cage, she's like, I wonder if Daredevil's any good. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, let's do it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's like it's got a lot of that juicy drama. Um, there's a lot of badass moments. Um, Claire just came back into the storyline, so... I'm like halfway into Jessica Jones, and then I'm gonna start Luke Cage. Yeah, it's it's really good. I like... I can't decide whether I like Jessica or Luke better. I think they're about equal for me. I think they're both great. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see the end of the season and then, like, Defenders next year. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to convince her to watch Iron Fist. If she ends up digging Daredevil, then I think she'll be able to watch Iron Fist. But I, I told her, I was like, now... Now you really like two of the four Defenders, so you will probably like the Defenders now. So yeah. we should watch that series. And she's like, all right. So, good. Good stuff going on. Yeah, Luke Chase is amazing. Um, I, I, I caught up with all the other shows. Right now, I'm working on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4. Literally, the only reason I, I started watching is Ghost Rider's on that. He's like a very, he's a main character and a very integral to the plot. I watched up to season, like halfway through Season 2. And then I stopped. Then I skipped three. I just didn't have, like. I didn't. Have, I think not all of it was on Hulu. But season four, from what I heard and from what I seen, like for me, I enjoy it. And like the general consensus, it's been getting very positive reviews. And it's it's just great seeing Robbie on the screen. I'm one episode behind, but I was freaking out because they kind of retcon the origin of Robbie Reyes, like how he originally got his spirit of vengeance. Eli Morrow, his uncle, who is a Satanist, and he did this dark ritual and ended up possessing the car. And then Eli possessed the body of Robbie. But in here, um, the OG Johnny Ghost Rider, he shows up and he makes Robbie into a Ghost Rider. And it's like, holy shit, that's awesome. So uh, you just see like this giant chopper roll onto the screen. And then a Ghost Rider just like transforms Robbie into another spirit of vengeance and that was really cool i didn't i didn't expect that and that was awesome cool was it was nicholas cage uh well he was already flaming to begin with but i was really (laughs) i was really expecting nicholas cage to show up that would be awesome i guess too expensive at the moment not in in their budget i feel like at this point anyone can afford nicholas cage like i feel like if the three of us pulled our money together we can get him on the next episode (laughs) of the podcast (laughs) Well, it can't be that hard to hire Nicolas Cage. We might be able what to. is he doing? With Wicker Man 3? Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> they just skipped Wicker Man 2. They just went yeah. 3. <laughs> yeah. You had to fucking, you had to mail away, like, proofs of per- purchase on Kellogg's to get Wicker Man 2. So not many people have seen it. You gotta get box tops for education to see, <laughs> to see Wicker Man 2. Uh, I think we, hire, we should hire Nick Cage to be a, a clone wrestler. I mean, can you imagine... Can you imagine how much money we make just to advertise like Nick Cage fighting? We get we clone Nick Cage and we ha- we have him dress up as every single movie role he has ever ever done. So oh Wicker my Man, God. Nick Cage, like uh, face off Nick Cage, gone in sixty seconds. Nick Cage, all the Nick Cages. A Nick Cage verse. Ghost Rider Nick Cage is in there too. Yeah. And no. Superman lives. Superman lives. Nick Cage. Yes. Um. 
Yeah, that's it for news, right? Yeah, the miscellaneous news. news. That's it for news. So nice. Let's get let's get this out of the way. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some comic book pools. So we're recording this on the fourth. Our new comic book day would be Wednesday the seventh. Uh, Stan, what are you reading this week? All right, so I'm gonna pick up only Wolverine number fifteen. Um, it's they're still doing the Enemy of the State two uh, stuff. So that's interesting. Um, Star Wars Doctor Aphra starting with the with that number one. She's you know originated in the Darth Vader uh, ongoing, and so now she's getting her own. Um, don't know if I'm gonna follow it past issue one, but I at least want to check out the first issue because I think she's an interesting character. Um, Motocross number one, Babs Tar, um, Stuart Fletcher, the the creative team for for Batgirl got together and, and are doing their own image ongoing which is motor crush and then injustice ground zero number one which is going to start the second injustice comic book leading into the second injustice game so this is this is basically in between injustice actually issue one is the events of the injustice video game from harley quinn's perspective so it's gonna be weird that's um and then then from there it's gonna go into injustice 2 the ongoing um, I think Tom Taylor's writing that. He he also writes Wolverine. All Wolverine, so. Dope, dope. He's good. He's one of my favorite writers right now. So. Uh, the only book I got coming out would be Nightwing issue 10. He knighting those wings? Okay. He, he's winging them knights. I feel like they sh- Somebody... I feel like it should be you. You should come up with your own recipe of hot wings and call them the <laughs> night wings. And just make them, like, really spicy. I might. Yeah, you should do that. Andy's Nightwings. That that'll be a bar feature. Oh yeah, we want our bar food. Perfect. All right, Chris, what do you got? I only got two comics on my list today. So uh, Batman number twelve. So it's still going on with the I Am Suicide arc, where Batman is just getting the crap kicked out of him by Bane. Um, and also Motor Crush number one. I'm really excited about this comic because it just it has like a badass female protagonist uh, going around the world. Mm-hmm. winning motorcycle races but at night she's cracking skulls of gang members and trying to score this drug that that like hype like does crazy things to machines yeah. oh it's so good it's gonna be interesting because we're both interested in reading that f- for different reasons maybe <laughs> um because you're i think you're all about the concept and i'm just like following this creative team around yeah because cameron stewart and babs tar yeah um and brendan fletcher yeah so i'm I'm interested to see what they're doing with this and i think you're interested in the concept i'm interested in the concept too but i'm, I'm gonna it's gonna we should come back to this after we both write it and compare notes on the yeah. show and see what we thought of it and it's image comics i'm it's i'm image. an image junkie yeah um, oh speaking of image comics i just want to take a brief second to give a shout out to esther kim um many of our community they come from phantom comics it's a really popular really hopping comic book shop uh in dc and the manager is esther kim and she's super awesome she she really has done a lot of great work to build up the comic book community in dc she's really big and tuned into the entire comic scene whether that's indie comics web comics just comics in general so just this uh i think yesterday uh, she just announced that she's leaving Phantom Comics because she just got, or she just accepted a job at Image Comics in Portland, Oregon. So that's really, that's really big news. And so Esther, I just want to congratulate you. You're awesome. And best of luck in Oregon whenever you leave. 
which I think is in the beginning of 2017, and you know, make your mark, and maybe I'm not sure which what her her job is, but you know, that's a big deal, and I'm just I just love Image, I love Esther, she's so cool, so there's no one better, uh, no one that deserves it more than her. Congrats, congrats, congratulations. Uh, that's it for comic book pools. Let's hit it off with two amazing events that happened this week, happened back to back. First off, you had the Game Awards, and then you had PlayStation Experience. So, there's so much news, there's so much reveals. Uh, so let's break it down into the Game Awards and PXX. So, uh, the Game Awards. I'm gonna break down everything that was listed really quickly, and then we could just talk about our favorite reveals or favorite moments. So, you have a brand new Prey trailer from Bethesda, a brand new gameplay from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, a reveal trailer for Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment, the world premiere trailer for Halo Wars 2, a reveal for the next the third season of Walking Dead called Walking Dead A New Frontier, the first ever gameplay trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda, the world premiere of Bulletstorm Full Clip, Telltale series Gardens of the Galaxy, it got a trailer, even though it was, it was, it was more of like a teaser. Uh, you also have Dauntless from Blizzard. You also had a really awesome live action, or I'm sorry, uh, live concert of the Doom soundtrack. And last but not least, that was great. By that the was way. so good. And last but not least, Kojima getting his industry icon award at Death Stranding, a reveal trailer. Holy shit. So I think, I think we, we, we have to start off with Kojima and Death Stranding. So I just want to say, I, I love the host of, of the game awards. He like just called out Konami on their shit. And Kojima was being moved to tears, and his speech was amazing. And I, I, this was sweet vindication. Jeff Keighley and Kojima are like BFFs, so it's not it's not surprising. And I, I love the speech that Kojima gave. It's it was very fitting after what happened at last year's Game Awards, where Konami just wouldn't let him show up. Period. And yeah, so that was awesome. It was a nice bit of closure. And that Death Stranding trailer. Holy shit! Did you see that? Andy? Yeah. Oh my god. That's... Still have no fucking clue what this but game it is looks, about. But I, was, I was telling this to Chris, and I think I posted this on the face and on our Facebook group, Facebook.com/slash/grusa/super/super/super/nerdpals. I'm too excited about Death Stranding. <laughs> it looks like Kojima was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna combine Silent Hills and Metal Gear Solid into one game, and that's what that looks like. It yes. looks fucked up, but very military. There's a lot of fan theories. Like some people think they're in limbo. Some people think there's like time travel involved, which makes sense because you got like World War One or no World War Two planes, uh, like flying overhead. Then you have like a, a a tank covered in fleshy growth that's from another era, and then Mad Milkson shows up. He's he's wearing like modern day tactical armor uh, or tactical gear, but the skeleton soldiers. That are surrounding them, they're all using like World War II equipment and fatigues, and it's like, oh, so good. So this, so this is my theory about what Death Stranding is, based on the title, based on everything I've seen so far. I think this is, um, you know how like sometimes Silent Hill is like limbo, it's yeah. like in between like living, like the living world and like hell. I think this is the limbo of the battlefield. Everyone who's died in war shows up here and it's called dead stranding because they're all stranded in this limo they're be they're between because they're they like committed all these sins and war and where do you think norman reedus's character comes 
That's that's I don't know because yeah. if you look at it, it's like I don't know. That's as <laughs> like, far as I got. There's the, the one of the most convincing Reddit theory, or not? Well, not most convincing. I guess most upvoted theories is like everything's happening in limbo. All these people, including like, the soldiers, Norman Reedus, uh, Del Toro, and Mads, uh, even like the cre- like the whales. All of them don't have souls, and they're all trapped in this space, and they're trying to get out. They specifically cited that, um, in particular, Mads, uh, Toro, and Reedus, they don't have souls because Reedus and Mads uh, could be, like, genetically cloned humans. And Toro happens to be someone who suffers from brain trauma or coma. Because if you look at the trailer, he has scars on his forehead. So maybe he suffered some accident, or maybe there's, like, like a botched surgery or something. They also postulated that the the cord and the baby in the chamber is like a physical manifestation of like human technology, human te- technological means of how humans can physically transport themselves into the afterlife of this limbo, this weird dimensional subspace. So that's how Norman Reedus showed up in the first trailer because he had that he had the baby attached to him. And if you play the trailer side by side with the recent one, at the exact same moment. When the baby disappeared in Reedus's arms, it shows up in Dotel's arm when he turns on the machine. So, like, Dotel's now walking around in limbo, and Reedus is trapped in wherever his space is. So, the last part of the theory is that the, the five, like, obelisk angel like creatures at the end of the first trailer are, like, really curious as to why Reedus is in the middle limbo. He's not supposed to be there. And I'm not sure what Maz is supposed to be doing, but I think he's trying to hunt down Toro because, like, he. If you look carefully, when that baby, that baby doll, it also had one eye open and one eye closed, just like the baby in the chamber, and it gets pulled down, it, it surfaces right next to Mads, and Mads has like a look saying, oh, he knows what it is, and I don't know, now I'm just rambling, I don't, so, no one really knows what's going on, there, it looks like, crazy. I saw another awesome. interesting thing online where people were comparing the, the baby doll to, to Venom Snake in Metal Gear Solid 5, because <laughs> if you look at it, it's got one eye that's damaged, the other eye is blue, like Big Boss's eye, and it has something that looks like shrapnel on the top of its head, like Big Boss's <laughs> horn, and maybe Norman Reedus and Mickelson are like... Big Boss and Venom Snake, kind of, because the, one, the baby's obviously not as fucked up as the baby doll, and if the baby baby doll is connected to Mickelson, and then the the regular baby's connected to Reedus or something, I don't know. I don't, I'm just, like, talking out of my ass. Let's move on. This I can't wait for this shit, okay? Damn. This game needs to be here, like, tomorrow. This is, like, Kojima at his most unrestrained, and I can't fucking wait to see what how it... I just want to see gameplay. You know, I know we're probably a long way out from seeing how the game actually plays, but like... I have a-, a feeling once this game drops, Konami is gonna be shit and bricks. Yeah, plus they're using um they're using the same engine that Guerrilla Games developed for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, the Zero Decima Dawn. engine. Yeah. So it's, if it plays anything like that, and that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was so cool. If you watch the live stream, basically what happened when Kojima was announcing... That he's gonna make his own studio and he was going on his world tour. The people of Gorilla Games basically they walked up to him, gave him a, a wooden box, and the wooden box contained the source code to the Decima engine without any without any contracts, without anything. They just gave it to him as a sign of trust, like we're hit, we're with you hundred percent. That's and awesome. Like and now they're collaborating and it looks so good. And like they they were, 
I posted an image on this in the Facebook group, but they were showing images of of like uh, how the engine rendered like the tank and like the baby and of Del Toro and it looks yeah. incredible. Also, so, like you gotta imagine that them you them them using that engine has to save them like so much development time. Yeah, because they don't they don't have to like develop a new Fox engine from scratch, you know. So we might get that game that much soon that much sooner. Maybe like twenty eighteen or nineteen instead of like 2020, 2021 or some shit, you know. So I, I hope that shaves off at least a year of waiting. That would be awesome. This game, this game is so good. Oh. We, we don't know what it is, it's, but it looks so good. <laughs> from 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 a storyline perspective, I just. I fucking can't wait. Yeah. I want him to make Konami like eat their own shit over the fact that they didn't let him make their Silent Hills. Yeah, I just I want Konami to just eat themselves over everything. Like uh, actually, um, when Jeff was giving the speech, like he he mentioned how Konami isolated Kojima, and then later I read an article from Kotaku, like explaining more context. Like, so basically, what he was referring to. Um, like Kojima, like he's been he's been very modest and humble, and he doesn't want to, I guess, start any drama. Uh, so he hasn't talked a lot about it, if any. Uh, but apparently, in the last six months of development for Metal Gear Solid Five, Kojima was isolated. Like he couldn't, he 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 was isolated physically, and he couldn't talk to anyone from his dev team. And he finished that, he finished like the last six months of the project. You know, basically not be able to see see his own dev team. So screw you, Konami. How can you do that to him? That's just yeah. it's so stupid. It's, it's like Metal Gear Solid Five is going to be their best and last game they ever made. Yeah, it's like going to be of that quality. Like I don't ever see Konami like bouncing back and like, oh, we're going to make this amazing. Like new, no, it's going to be like derivatives, like sur- like survive and pachinko games and like pro evolution soccer until the end of time. Because <laughs> that's what they want. Fuck them. Next. Fuck Next. Okay. <laughs> Out of all that list, name your favorite reveals or moments from the Game Awards. Uh, Doom, the Doom The Doom concert was awesome. I wanted awesome. more of that. Um, I like the Shik Hydro Man. <laughs> the robot. I, uh, I, I thought I was kind of cringing really hard at, the, at that. Hey, listen. They got, they got to pay for it somehow. Um... Although Kojima did have a picture, it was a cute picture with him giving the thumbs up with the robots. Yeah, uh, I really, I got really interested in Bulletstorm, and I've never been interested in Bulletstorm before because of fucking Duke Nukem. But yeah. I saw that the game's gonna be fifty bucks. So fuck that! I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars for a game that came out like five years ago or some shit. I'll wait till that drops, like some Black Friday, like five dollar deal, <laughs> and then I'll then I'll hop in. But not at fifty dollars, no way. Um, also, the Game Awards has come a long way since they were like spike tv game awards yeah so as as cringy as the chic hydro man is it's a lot better than like the you remember watching the first i do game awards terrible where, where the show just started they're like game of the year is gonna be madden woo woo and then everyone just comes like come running out of some shit and like what the fuck that was 2003 by the way i looked up everything that released in 2003 um Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Oh, God. Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, Need for Speed Underground. The Simpsons Hit and Run. Um, what else? Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Max Payne 2. Knight, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. We got two Star Wars games that year? Fuck yeah, That's we did. Final, Final Fantasy 10 2. 
Love that game. Enter the Matrix. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Enter the Matrix. Hulk. Oh my god. Not Ultimate Destruction, but just Hulk. Just Hulk. I remember playing that game. Wait, Harry- was that when the... Um... Angley's Hulk. Angley, that's right. Ang- Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. Attacking the power of Juju. That game was really fun. Star Wars Galaxies. Three Star Wars <laughs> games? What the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. Ratchet and Clank going commando. Love that game. Manhunt. The original Manhunt. Oh, man. All those games came out, and they decided to make Madden Game of the Year at, the, at those game awards. Fuck those game awards. Anyway, what were you excited about, Andy? <laughs> Not as excited as I would have been about 2003. Right? 2003 was surprisingly a good year for games. Madden. That was a pretty decent year for video games. Oh, man. Uh, probably the new Zelda game. Mm. Uh, I feel like we haven't seen much on that. We've been hearing about it since fucking 2012. We've been hearing about it for a while, yeah. And it's 2016. Like, I want. Like, I don't want to see it running on the Wii U anymore, though. I want to see it running on the Switch. I don't. I hope... I, once January, January rolls around and they reveal it. Well, yeah, I think that's what they're waiting for. I want to see They're not the going to show version. anything about the Switch until that date. I don't want to see the fuck. Because I ain't getting the Wii U anymore. Like, the Wii U version. Like, yeah. I'm not... It's not on my... Like, the Wii U is like the fucking dust collector. My well, this game now. was supposed to release on the Wii U and the Wii. And now it's just Wii U and Switch. So... I'm totally getting this on the Switch. And I'm taking it on the go. I don't give a fuck about the Wii U anymore. Put that shit to the ground. <laughs> Cover that shit. I want to see it. Send it to Limbo. <laughs> give it to Del Toro. Atta- well, you're going to attach a baby to it. And then take it apart. So you give it hope, and then you take it away so it can never leave Limbo. That's what it. if the entrance to the Death Stranding universe was uh, Robbie Rodriguez's car? His trunk? Th- any theory is plausible. Any theory is plausible with us. It's actually um, the Meverse. <laughs> <laughs> So any character you make in the Miiverse shows up in, <laughs> in Death Stranding. Or, either that or it's your, your Mii Plaza on your 3DS. Alright, right. I'm not gonna lie. Mii Plaza music is my guilty pleasure. Such a good soundtrack. I just, I kind of just want to Photoshop uh, weird chords and babies to our Mii avatars now. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that has to be the cover photo for this for this episode now. Or just put just put Del Toro, Vitos, and, and Nicholson on top of like the Wii, the the me bodies. Alright, uh, it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> For my picks, I'm really crazy excited about Prey. I actually never. Oh, Prey looks good. Yeah, I forgot about that. I've never played a Prey game, so. Um, I mean, we'll this see. is uh, I never played an original Prey game, but this is not a sequel. It's like a reboot. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Produced by uh, yeah, it's being produced by um, Arcane Studios, the same guys who did Dishonored Two. This takes place in an alternate future where JFK never got assassinated. And because of that, JFK was a lot more aggressive about advancing the the space program. So now you're in a space station orbiting like, like a moon. I don't know if it's our moon or another moon. But then like aliens uh, come up. You have to survive. So it has like a very system shock, bioshock, dead space kind of feel. And eventually you get acquire alien powers. Uh, while while running around the space station. And one of these powers is you can mimic objects. So in the trailer, we have this power, and then there's this one corridor you have to get through, and the guy turns himself into a coffee cop and rolls himself through a little little <laughs> tiny space 
it's like it's like it's like one of those um it's like a, a desk and like a glass window like like you see at like bank tellers and he rolls through like the mini space in the window and like and then he turns back into a human and starts shooting people oh you so know what cool. that makes me think of um have you ever played that game i don't remember i don't know what it's called it's like a hide and seek game and you're on teams and the way that you hide is you like turn into foreign objects Oh, and they have to like kill you. That's really cool. There's another game. It's a PC game. I don't remember the name, but you're literally a cardboard box that can shoot people, and you're surrounded. Like you're in this giant warehouse, also filled with cardboard boxes. So you're like just Metal Gear Soliding your way as a box. And you have to like hide among other boxes and try to find other players and and kill them. I can't remember the name right now. Uh, anyway, I'm rambling. I'm really excited for Prey. I'm really excited for Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment. Yes. It's, like, it's, the, it's a sequel prequel where you get to play as one of the villains. And the villain's costume design looks so awesome. And Spectre I want to cosplay. Knight. Spectre. It looks so cool. Uh, I looked up the game. It's called Prop Hunt. Cool. Okay. Is that yeah. a PC PlayStation? Uh, yeah, it's PC. And last but not least, Mass Effect Andromeda. We oh, like, of course. Af- oh, yeah. It looks so... like We... We've been really hurting for anything because we, we got that trailer, I guess, a couple weeks ago. But this is the first time we've seen gameplay footage, and oh my god, it delivered. I, th- I feel like this game is what No Man's Sky tried to be. I mean, a major part of Andromeda is like, you got to go out, re- explore new worlds, try to find a suitable home uh, for humanity. And you get to do like a lot of like research and resource collection, and then you just end up shooting, like just end up fighting like Turians or other crazy aliens. And the combat system looks so robust and so pretty. I cannot wait for this. This game looks mind-bogglingly awesome, and it's coming. It's going to come out so soon. Yeah, Mass Effect is one of my favorite series of all time. Like those that that's those three games are are like one of my top gaming trilogies like ever. Um, I actually haven't played Mass Effect one, two, or three. You've never played the Mass Effect nope. games. But I hear they're coming to PS4, aren't they? I don't, I don't know if they are, but I feel like if they were going to do that, a good time to do that is right before Andromeda comes out. Yeah. Um, I know you can buy the trilogy on the PS3, and it has all three games. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect is is some of my favorite games, and they have like a lot of cool, a lot of cool like um, dialogue choices and different outcomes to your choices and stuff and it's it's a lot of fun was it like the biggest problem with three like no matter what path you went on you had the same ending yeah but then they they released the director's cut um endings which extrapolated on the different endings and i in my opinion those were like much better and so i felt a lot more satisfied with the ending having seen those additional scenes and that's that's like a free update for three so you can just pop in three playthrough and then you get those those extra endings nice so it's cool i liked it a lot those guys are so good and if you're so if you never get around to playing the original mass effect 3 game the the first three games andromeda has nothing to do with that trilogy because it's a completely different galaxy like humanity goes out to that that the andromeda galaxy so so it has no connection to the original trilogy so you can start with andromeda Nice. I gave you permission. You can just skip those three games. <laughs> as much as I love those three games, if you're going to go back to it now, you might not as you might not enjoy it as much as playing the most recent, most advanced version. So okay. just go play Andromeda when it comes out. But yeah, I can't wait for that fucking game. Yeah. So it's gonna, uh, there's no actual release date confirmed yet, but it's going to be sometime in March. That's, that's what the main chatter is. But 
And it's going to be like fucking holiday if we're lucky. I'm thinking. So, too many games. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think that's... Well, that, that was the last of my picks. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Walking Dead. So it sets up like the backstory of Clementine. and and But the, I, I assume in the main storyline, you, you play older Clementine. And it looks really good. Right, you guys, you guys are all caught up with uh, Walking Dead, Telltale, right? You didn't yep. finish. Did you finish season yeah, two? Yeah, I finished oh, okay. season two. Yeah, I'm all caught up. I can't wait. I can't wait for this one. Oh, big ass congratulations to the new game of the year, yeah, Overwatch, Overwatch. I, which I felt was a well deserved pick for. Oh being yeah. There. Um, I was kind of laughing. There was some pretty salty people who were saying <laughs> like, "What Overwatch? Well, Overwatch didn't didn't win best game. They won best multiplayer." And people are like, "Oh no, game of the week, game of the year," and and they were like, "But it's sixty dollar game. And it doesn't have a single player campaign." I'm like, no, shut up. Hey, I don't, I don't, it's amazing. Perfect. I think it's good enough that it's one of those rare instances where I say it doesn't need a campaign. Yeah, not at all. And then Blizzard, Blizzard also supplies us with like free, free videos. Deals. So yeah, those all that extra lore that you get for free, and then all that free DLC you can't beat that. Yeah, no. Speaking of Overwatch, uh, Overwatch Watch 2016 on the PTR right now, you can play the new Oasis map. I started playing it a couple times. It's really cool. It's really beautiful. Think of playing Overwatch in the middle of Dubai. It's just like crazy, opulent like structures and architecture. Doesn't that uh, update come out Tuesday for consoles? Uh, me... or is it? I believe it's Tuesday. That's usually how it goes. Usually, like the following Tuesday. Yeah, I, that's what they did for Sombra, right? Yeah, PC PC got it for like a week and then. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, don't worry. I think it'll come out very soon. Um, and it's really funny because you you can't get killed and run over by the cars. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a really fun map. I really enjoyed it. But the real question is, can they get player of the game? I know that's like uh That car has to get like a fucking multi kill. I'm sure it's possible if, like, if the battle strayed towards that lane and you just use Reinhardt to push, just knock people somehow, or uh, Lucio, use his, knock him with your pulse gun. Oh my god, that would be amazing. So it's really good, and congrats, Overwatch. And I love, I love the the acceptance speech, how they just gave props and love to like Reddit and all the crazy Overwatch fandoms that are out there. And he he's like keep it out for Harambe. He's like, oh my god, he actually said that. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, when the whole community fucking name renames Winston Harambe, they have to. They're good sports. All right, so let's move on to PlayStation Experience or PXX. So that 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 was a two day convention, I think, in Anaheim, Saturday and today. Uh, most of the major news. Uh, happened on Saturday. Just looking at this list, it just makes me realize, it just just reaffirms how much I love being a PlayStation loyalist. Because PlayStation, there's, there's no better time for like console exclusives and stuff. I, it's going to take me a while to run through every single thing on this list because there's a shit ton. Just pick the highlights. We're going to do all of it. Okay. Let's start with uh, Uncharted. Uncharted is not finished yet they're getting a new chapter called the lost legacy starring chloe frazier and nadine ross one of the biggest news or biggest reveals and surprises the last of us part two it's confirmed and we got like a four minute trailer we have an older ellie she's like 19 years old uh joel is back and apparently ellie 
Oh, you, you play as Ellie and Neil Druckmann, he was saying how this game is going to be a counter to the first one. So how the first one was all about like love and connections and uh, like, uh, this one's all about like hatred and like anger and like so Ellie Ellie's on the warpath she's gonna we don't know what's going on yet but she's been through some serious shit and now she like a main motif is like Ellie's hate and that driving force so that sent me chills on my spine like that's awesome um, I'm surprised she didn't play Hurt on that guitar <laughs> <laughs> give, give someone time they're they're gonna they're gonna cut it it's probably already out there. I'm pretty sure if I if I look up Hurt, Last of Us Two, like I mentioned, I posted a status about this on Facebook. I'm really really excited about this game. It's called Let It Die. It's from Suda Fifty One and oh, Grasshopper yeah. Manufacturer. It's a free to play dungeon crawler. Think of it as like a really really goofy, over the top, campy but incredibly bloody version of Dark Souls. It's free to download right now. Uh, I haven't tried. I haven't played it yet, but I'm really excited about it. So check it out. Free to play. You can buy pants if you want, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You start off the game in your underwear, and you have to collect loot and weapons. And uh, if you die, you get a new body, but your old body gets taken by the enemy and it gets turned into an enemy as as part of the mob. So that's pretty cool. You can also reclaim your body, but you don't. You lose some of the equipment. Let's see. Crash Bandicoot, the remastered. Oh uh, my cra- god, Crash Bandicoot. Did you see that trailer? Yeah, I cannot oh fucking god. wait. They, they, all those graphics, so pretty. <laughs> it was gorgeous. So everyone, everyone, buy this trilogy. I pre-order it right now. Spend all your monies on it, because you vote with your dollars. If you buy enough copies, you know, you're going to convince Naughty Dog to make, like, a Crash 4. Just do it. I love, I love that it's the, the trilogy. Listen, I'm going to say right now, there's a no way in hell it's not going to make enough money. I think enough time has passed that we can safely allow Crash back into our lives. Yeah. After all the garbage of the PS2 era Crash games. And, well, the PS2 era Crash games were all like Activision. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. even Naughty Dog. Exactly. So. But I've I've played all three Crash games on the PS1. I haven't beaten any of them. So this is gonna be a perfect time for me to get into them and and finish all three Crash games because I, I I own all three and then I bought all all three on the PSN plus uh, Crash Team Racing which they should also remaster. I was gonna say, do we get CTR for free? That'd be awesome if they if they threw that in as like a little secret bonus, like unlock Crash Team Racing. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, man, I can't wait for this game. Also, they're remastering Parappa, the fucking rapper. I've never played a Parappa game, and you convinced me to. So now I it's cannot time. Wait. You can get the demo now. Really? Yeah, you could. I probably oh. play like the first level with oh. Chop Chop Master Onion. It's fucking great. <laughs> my my favorite stage is when uh, I think it was Parappa the Rapper two when you're learning how to cook burgers. Cut that lettuce. I've never played Parappa two though. Oh, okay. I I think That's this fine. I think this remaster um is just gonna be. Like a remake of the first game, I feel like it's a little bit of a missed opportunity that they didn't they don't throw in Parappa Two because I know a lot of it's you can buy it on the PS4 as like a, a classic, but I want to see it with like updated graphics. Doesn't give you the same feel. Yeah, but um, I'm totally like Parappa as well. And I heard that the controller is gonna vibrate like a metronome, so you can like stay on beat when you gotta when to put in those uh. Those, oh, that's awesome! Those what? hot wraps. <sighs> 
Yeah, because it's like kind of hard because it's like a rhythm game, but you have to do it in like a way that's not one to one what the person is saying because it's like a rap game, so you have to like kind of freestyle on them a little bit with the, with the things in order for you to get like a better ranking at the end, and it's kind of difficult. So I think like having the metronome so you can stay on beat will like be a big help. I yeah, think that's awesome. That makes sense. Go down the list some more. So Destiny's getting an update. It's bringing back Sparrow Racing, but I don't really play Destiny, so... Eh. Fuck Destiny. Nah. Eh. Um, there was a brand new trailer for Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, ugh. I'm already sold on this game, but like, it looks so pretty. And in this trailer, the main character, she's stalking this giant, like a robo brontosaurus deer creature. She, she's scaling the creature, and, and she takes it down. Oh, it's so good. There's Windjammers, a Flisbee Frisbee... <laughs> Online <laughs> Windjammers. Uh, yeah, it's like a Frisbee flinging Neo Geo game, old enough to drink now. Um, but like it has Frisbee. online mode now, Chris. That's the, that's the important that part. Sounds, okay. For the first time ever, you can play Windjammers online with other people. On the so Vita as, and PS4. As soon as that's that awesome. game drops, we gotta play all of us <laughs> Windjammers. That's going to be a channel's first let's play. Yeah, something let's like do that. It. Resident Evil 7, the demo, uh, the, the last demo, is out on PS4 and VR. No, I... I'm going to download it as soon as I get home. I haven't played the demo since it, it first dropped, so there's a, there's at least one other update that I haven't played through. Right? Oh, you didn't play the uh, Twilight update? No, so I'm going to have more Resident Evil 7 to play before I get the game, so that's cool. Awesome. Also, wait, I, I don't think you mentioned this, Chris, but also Garou Mark of the Wolves is on the PSN now. You can buy it. The um the original King of Fighters game. Oh, shit. What's the wolf, son? I love King of Fighters. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the list. Uh, we also have Knack 2. That, uh, okay. That was uh, <laughs> actually, right. I've never, I never played Knack. Uh, I know it's like Knack, a cult classic. Knack but... was like, all right, I guess. If if they make Knack 2 a good game, then I will probably play it and forget that there's even a, uh, a Knack 1. Kind of like The Wicker Man 2. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just saw the trailer and I was like, oh, okay. And then I moved on because they're yeah. more pressing things. Yeah. Wipeout, uh, it's getting a remastered collection in the PS4. Nice. <laughs> Wait, is Wipeout the space cars or the jet skis? Space cars. Oh, you're, okay. the, the jet skis, you're thinking of Jet Moto. I want to remaster okay. yeah. Jet there Moto. There you go. That's, jet that's... Moto was... The shit. I love that game. I, I love jet ski games. Those, like, racing games. Stan, this is up your alley. Akuma joins Street Fighter V roster. On no, it's not. No, you're like, <laughs> you're like Street Fighter Five. You way off. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but, I, like, Street Fighter Five won Best Fighting Game for the Game Awards, right? <laughs> Stan's never played Street Fighter Five in his life. No, I have Street Fighter V. Shut up. But <laughs> I wish I, I, wish I had it. supposed to go long. They they fucked up Street Fighter real bad in terms so of like Akuma can save it. I never I'm I've never been a real big fan of Akuma like ever really like he's just like Shadow the Hedgehog you know like Ed- you know, I'm, I'm, the, Lord I'm, I'm the I'm the dark boy like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know like I said I, I I tweeted this but like the only thing that'll get me back into Street Fighter Five is Skullomania if they ever bring him over. You guys, just we'll see. you guys don't know who Skullomania is, do you? No. Alright, I'm gonna I'm give you a brief history lesson on Skullomania. Is he a wrestler? Listen, he's, he's the best uh, He is the best character in Street Fighter history, and they're never bringing him back. 
But um, Skullomania, fucking advertisement, so I can't read his bio. All right, here we go. Skullomania, <laughs> two for two, two for two. <laughs> Wait, Skullomania, real name Saburo Nishikoyama, is a character from the Street Fighter EX series developed by Akira. Um, he is. This, he's inspired by Common Rider. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. You have my attention. So, so far, right? So far. <laughs> um, Skullomania also draws from real life luchador Laparka. And uh, Skullomania's backstory is that he was once an average salesman called Saburo. Um, his superiors were not pleased with his results as a salesman. As a salesman. Um, so he becomes fucking Skullomania, who is like one part Common Rider, one part Laparka. And he looks like that. So he's essentially Wow. <laughs> he's essentially someone who used to work in retail. Yeah, so he's basically up. He's basically a retail employee who decides fuck it, I'm gonna become a pro wrestler <laughs> slash superhero and then punches Ryu in the face in why, Street Fighter why is EX. This an anime. Why this, this sounds awesome. It's like it's like Moon Rider. This is yeah. so good. Yeah, so bring back Skullomania. That's the only. That's the only thing not getting back in the game because I've been really. I was really disappointed. Um, I I really enjoyed Street Fighter Five, um, gameplay wise, but everything else was like fell short. And the la- the launch of that game was like garbage. Yeah. Like honestly, um, big mess, big hot mess. All right. Well, Street Fighter Five never existed, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> Street uh, Fighter what? <laughs> Street what? Alright, uh, so next, Lara Croft is coming to PS4. That's okay. Uh, I actually never played any of the, like, the Go games, like Hitman Go. I'll tell that. you what, Chris, you, you, got, you got an iPhone? Yeah, I have an iPhone. You, you play, play all of them right now for like a dollar. Like, go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> have, you, have you played them? Or they, um, I, I have Hitman Go. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's like a board game. Uh, it's kind of like halfway between a board game and chess, and you're, you're playing, you're like using these like little, little dolls in, like, the shape of, like, Hitman characters, and you're moving across the board to assassinate characters without being seen. It's cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Lara Croft is, like, more... It's, like, in that same vein, but it's more action-adventure-oriented. Hitman's more, like, stealth and, like, strategizing. Hitman sounds more fun than the Tomb Raider one. I heard the Tomb Raider one was really good, but, like, I haven't played it. Just I just know about Hitman. Cool. Like we mentioned before, Proper the Rappa, Loco Roco... And Patapon are all getting PS4 remasters. So I've actually never played Loco Roco or Patapon. Have you guys? Loco Roco is so fun but weird. I played um a lot of Patapon. I love that game so much. It's like a it's like a side scrolling rhythm strategy like RTS type game. Are all of these games like rhythm games? N- no. Patapon is like it's it's interesting. I can't really ex- describe it to you without you having played it yourself. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. It was originally on the PSP, all, all three Patapon games. So it's going to be really cool to see it on the PS4. And I, I recommend you try it because I had a lot of fun with it, Chris. Okay. I, I feel like it'd be something you enjoy. I don't know. I'm a little bit. I was a little bit heartbroken because like I again I wanted Kitaruman on the PS4 remaster. And I I feel like that this would fit so well in that in this collection. <sighs> Next, we have both Yakuza 6 and the remade uh, original OG game, Yakuza Kiwami. They're coming to the PS4. Uh, I watched the trailers. It looks epic as fuck. I can't wait. 
Uh, Yakuza Zero is also coming to the PS4 this January. So if you're interested, cannot in... wait for Yakuza Four. Zero, you mean? I mean zero. Wow. Z- zero takes Sorry, place in the eighties, so it's going to be the Yakuza formula, but with probably like bigger hair. Like with all the giant Papa Dwar yeah. hairstyles. Oh, yeah. I love it. So I hope good. I hope there's like a fucking JoJo reference in there. Everything's a JoJo <laughs> reference, Dan. We, we established this. Yeah, I'm ridiculously excited for this. Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony is coming for the PS4. This is on the the tail of the Danganronpa 1 and 2 remasters. They're coming to PS4, I think, in January. So V3, it's announced. So it's just more of your classmate killing, puzzle killing action. Or puzzle solving action. And they... <laughs> Kill them fucking puzzles. Kill those puzzles! They released a image or a details about the limited edition. It looks really cool. It, ha- it comes with like a messenger bag, uh, headphones, a cap. I'm, I'm and always like, down arm- for messenger bags. Yeah, it's so good. And I'm just a huge fan of Danganronpa. I- I'm a I'm a late I'm a really late bloomer to it, but I'm so addicted to it. So, uh, let's see, Nino Nino Kuni Two Revenant Kingdom. Uh, yep. They showed a trailer, an excellent RPG series. So go get that. Absolver. This was a, this is a reveal of a multiplayer combat RPG from Slowcap and Devolver Digital. Um, I got like a huge um, Jade Empire feel from it. Uh, the the fighting combat system and like choreography it looks really smooth and fluid. I didn't do any other research besides watching the trailer. But it looks pretty interesting. So you got some new PSVR games, including Starblood Arena. Uh, it's like a mech piloting. Ace Combat 7's coming out. Uh, MLB The Show 17 comes out. Like, ah, baseball. No, I don't really, not, not really interested. YS Origins. Um, this was a 10 year old RPG or JRPG that only got localization in 2012. But in February, it's going to get a remaster in, on the PS4 and Vita. Dreadnought is coming to PS4 next year. Uh, Dreadnought is, looks crazy awesome. It's, it's this giant uh, space or Starfleet combat game. Or uh, It looks really over the top. Think of it like Battlefleet Gothic. Two more things. Uh, in Gravity Rush 2, you have DLC. They announced you can play Raven. Uh, she has her own backstory. So we released a trailer for her. It looks crazy awesome. I'm such a huge fan of Gravity Rush. And Gravity Rush 2 is coming out january 28th i want to say it's coming out really soon last but not least near automata uh another amazing jrpg from square enix is coming out they announced a release date for march 7th 2017 and that's the last of the news for pxx so nice. there was a lot of reveals i think in general it's been a very successful psx oh yeah uh any thoughts any any particular gems from this list that you're looking forward to yeah i'll tell you what i'm looking forward to marvel's capcom infinite oh, we, we purposely let that out because that is our special topic this week so stan take it away oh my goodness it's back <laughs> um yeah they announced that there's gonna be a new marvel's capcom game it's called marvel's capcom infinite i knew it was it was gonna happen it, it was, was just time. a matter of a one it was time to come back to that shit and last time, ultimate ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 is back in the ps4 yeah, you can get it on the PS4 now. Oh, shit. It's $25. You can pick it up today. 
Um, Xbox One and PC versions come out in March, but if you're a Sony player, you can get it on the PS4 right now with trophies and a platinum for you to get. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom came out in 2011, so it's been a minute since we had another Marvel vs. Capcom game. This one's gonna involve the Infinity Stones, because fucking MCU, right? They Are they sh- gonna take me for a ride? I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's the best we can all hope for that they do that. Um, what else? It's going to be two v two, not no more three v three. But um, I, I like two v two a lot um, because the original Marvel vs. Capcom had that, and it gives. I think it'll give us more opportunities to become acquaint, acquainted with our our two person team as opposed to having three people and like just I mean, like, throw everything. Yeah, it's hard to to like. Nail down three characters. And yeah, then... I feel like this will help you become more acquainted with the, with your your team. You, you might become more familiar with them because you're using two, and it might become more like um, strategy instead of just picking three people because you think you can throw them at the other person. Um, the the one thing they they showed two trailers. One was like the reveal trailer, and they showed a short gameplay trailer. Um, they revealed four characters so far. As of this recording, they might reveal two more later tonight, but I don't know what that'll be. So we the, can't, we the can't... news is for that that uh, the two additional characters will be teased on ESPN two. I checked right before the, this recording started; there wasn't any news yet. Yeah, I um, checked just now on Twitter, and there's still no news. So right now we've got Ryu and Mega Man X, which is fucking awesome because he wasn't in Ultimate yeah. Marvel's Capcom three. Um, and we have on the Marvel side Iron Man and Captain Marvel because of course we do. So um, the one bad thing that I'm hearing is that there's not going to be any mutants because of Fox. Um, this is so stupid. So that means that we lose Wolverine, Magneto, which was one of the greatest ones. Magneto, yes, yeah, Sentinel. Sentinel, Storm, Deadpool, um, Phoenix. Yeah, so we might might lose like. Th- the biggest, and it's because it's not because they can't use the X Men. It's because they don't want to. Because they, they, they want to focus on the MCU. Which, if this is true, on the one hand, it's really cool because we're gonna have characters in a fighting game that we probably would have never expected to have, probably like Star Lord, Star. All the Guardians will have like Groot. Um, we'll have Drax. We'll have Star Lord. We will have um, Ant Man. We'll we'll have. Black Panther, we'll have the Winter Soldier probably. So we'll have like really awesome characters and Marvel's roster of people that they could use is like so deep and varied that you could make. Do you know who else could be on that roster possibly? Hmm. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, we're going to get to that. But um I think them if it if this is true and they end up not putting any mutants in it, I think this is a really kind of a bad mood move and it's going to be one of those things where they're cutting off their nose to spite their face and it's like yes you might want to hype up the mcu characters more because marvel owns well disney owns the marvel studio stuff and not the fox shit but guess what you fucking put out like fucking 10 x-men comics a month right so if you don't have any of those characters in it people are not going to get hyped and they're not going to run to the comic store and be like, let me see what the fuck the X-Men's up to now. Let me go see what's going on in that new number one for X-Men Blue and Gold that's supposed to hit soon. Because, you know what? There ain't nobody to fucking be there. You know, if you don't put anybody in there. And a lot, I know 
like a huge majority of Marvel's Capcom people, they put Storm, they put Sentinel, they put Magneto, they put Wolverine in their teams. And I, I always have Wolverine on my team. Yeah, and in a world where there's fucking six Deadpool ongoings going on concurrently, plus two minis, Deadpool Black, Back in Black, and fucking Deadpool the Duck, you are not gonna have Deadpool in your your fucking Marvel game. Are you kidding me? After putting him in, in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and everybody getting so hyped over that. To not have that is fucking terrible. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not like they're, they're not going to have good characters. It's just that it, it seems really bizarre to omit, like, mutants because they're such a huge part. And I don't I better not see any motherfucking Inhumans in this game. Otherwise, I'll be pissed. You get you get one pass on Miss Marvel. That's it. I don't see nobody else. Kamal Khan. That's it. That's the only one I let in there. Everyone else can go fuck themselves. I don't care about humans. Um, that's something else to say. But the humans made me so mad because <laughs> I fucking hate them. <laughs> um, okay, I I heard this. Um, some I heard this somewhere else. But uh, somebody said that if you taking the X Men out of a Marvel vs. Capcom game is like taking the Pokemon out of Smash Brothers. And it's just like it's very true. It's like you have you have all these great uh, Nintendo characters, but there you would feel like there's a big gap if if suddenly the Pokemon didn't show up one game. You know, you'd be like, "What? The, where the fuck? Where the fuck Pikachu?" Yeah. Like I said before, who am I gonna use? Who's gonna say Tornado Claw and Berserker Barrage? I I can't not have Wolverine on my team. Our best hope is that Laura will say it. <laughs> we'll get all new Wolverine. I, I can live with that. But it's they, just like, can, uh. they need to throw us one fucking bone. Give us one mutant. Give us Laura. That's it. Or, you know what would be great? Imagine that, all those words, all those stupid-ass fighting move words coming out of old man Logan's face. <laughs> can you imagine And that? not only that, Hugh Jackman voice acting him. Yeah. <laughs> and and his, his uh, victory pose, he pulls out guitar, starts playing Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited over everything, and I feel like even, like you know what if if they don't put the mutants in, that'll suck. But I think the game will probably be great anyway. They're planning to put in all this stuff that you kind of expect to see in fighting games these days, like a like a robust story mode and an arcade mode and all that fun stuff. And um, my sincerest hope is that they learned a lot from Street Fighter Five and how disastrous that launch was. And I think now, I I think just because it's Marvel involved and it's Disney involved, they're gonna make sure oh, that, game get, that game is, is not gonna launch perfectly. Not gonna be a fuck up this time. So I feel like they're they're accountable to Marvel. And I, you see the Marvel account on Twitter like retweeting all the Marvel's Capcom stuff and posting the news. So they're obviously closely involved with this. So yeah. it would be a big mistake if they didn't follow through with something good. Because um, then it might end up like Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Another thing is that um, what gives me hope is that the fact that they're not calling it Marvel vs. Capcom Four, that they're calling it Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, makes me think that they're looking at this more in terms of being a platform and not like a one-off release. Meaning that I feel like because Street Fighter has a season one and they also had a season two, we're gonna get a baseline of characters and they're gonna add a season one of like season pass content and then a season two of even more characters and maybe even like a season three or whatever. That's my hope. So that even though the base game will be just MCU, I hope that like they they decide like oh, okay, you want to pay five extra bucks? There you go. There's fucking Wolverine. Like get out of my face, kid. 
Like something <laughs> like that. I'll take that. Whatever. Just put them in there in some capacity. But if they're making this a platform and they and they do this, they support this for years, I'll be like extremely happy. Even if the mutants aren't there. I've spent like with. an easy hundred plus hours on MVC three. I put a lot of time in Mar- in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom and the original release yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom. And I spent all the money on all the fucking costumes because I'm a dope. Me too. But the, the costumes are important. Don't don't regret that. I don't regret it. I'm just saying that I'm a dope because... <laughs> that's what they wanted. Yeah. That's, I fell for it. And, and I, I, bought all the, I bought all the fucking PSN avatars of all the characters because I was so into it back in the day. I still sometimes swap in the Doctor Doom avatar <laughs> because it's, it's fucking Doctor Doom. But yeah, that's the extent of, of what we know so far. So you so um we're almost out of time. Do you want to close the show with some wishlist characters? People that you would want to see? Dante and Virgil back. Okay. Alright. As of new characters, I wanna see them throwing Carnage. Oh yeah, they never use Carnage. Before. Where where I, he at? I've never where seen he him. at? Um I would like um Flash Thompson Venom. Maybe even Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Ghost Rider appeared in Ultimate, but I want Robbie Riez, and I want a special move where he summons the car and, like, runs you over, or, like, yeah. he drops it right on top of you and pulls, like, a Dio from JoJo. That's yeah, what I, th- I want. I think I, I th- it's a pretty safe bet that, that uh, the Robbie's going to be in this one, because if they're, especially if they're focusing on MCU, I think you're going to see Daredevil now. I think you're going to see Luke Cage. You're going to see Jessica Jones. I want to see Miss Marvel. Like I said, that's the only Inhuman that I'm going to allow into this mix here. Everyone else is, like, not allowed. But Miss Marvel would be super awesome. She'd have, like, some stretchy, like, Mr. Fantastic shit going on. I want to see a return of, like, Wesker. Oh, Wesker for sure. Um, I, I, have, a, I have a list of characters that I, I want to see. Um, so I'll just read the list real quick. Squirrel Girl, number one. You'd be kind of stupid to put Squirrel Girl on. It, Squirrel Girl, for me, would forgive uh, Deadpool not being there. Cause she's, cause she's funny and she's cool and she's like out there. Um, Spider Gwen for sure. Um, she's way too popular not to put in there right now. Yeah. Um, Thor, but Jane Foster, not Odinson, because I think Jane Foster is, you get, you get representation of, of Thor from like Avengers, but you also get the most modern version of Thor, which is the Jane Foster version. So that way you, you, we don't feel like we're playing like, WWE 2K15 when it's 2017. Like, who the fuck, who's this old, who's this guy that does not, not around anymore? And then you can always make Thor, like, Odinson as an alternate costume. Yeah. And I think, because it, it's just a swap, like a skin, you know. Jessica Jones, which I mentioned, I think she, because she's part of the Defenders, it would be really awesome to have her in there. Luke Cage, for sure. Um, Howard the Duck, I think would be a great, a great gag character. He could be a little bit like Phoenix, right? Where he like summons, thinking about where Phoenix. he like summons other characters and and shit to come in and fight for him or whatever. Um, Captain America, but not Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Ooh, and I, nice. I I say that because one, it, we've had Steve Rogers in every single Marvel vs. Capcom so far, and also um, obviously Sam Wilson is is Captain America in the comic books, but also it'll free up a slot on the roster instead of you having both Captain America and Falcon because he's part of the MCU. You combine them and you make him just Sam Wilson, Captain America, and then you do Steve Rogers as a costume. And they could do a third costume of the future Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, what was her name? Uh, Jessica Jones' daughter? Um, fucking Danielle something, I think. But yeah, uh, Jessica and Luke's uh, yeah. daughter. 
would be awesome. I put Craven, the hunter, with his Craven. <laughs> that needs to be in there. That could be his Dio-esque ultimate move, where he just drops the Craven on somebody. Um, where he pops out of it in his intro would be awesome. Awesome. All the Wolverine is wishful thinking. I would love to see her in there. Um, she, X-23 was an ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom. She was. Uh, so she, I feel, belong. It, it would make total sense for her to be X-23 and then to be Wolverine now. That'd be great. Um, Weapon 2, which I don't know if you guys remember who Weapon 2 is, but that's from the Squirrel Girl comic book, and that's a squirrel with adamantium bones oh, yeah, and yeah. Wolverine claws. <laughs> and I think that would be amazing. I don't have a lot of people on the Capcom side that I would love to see, but I know two off the top of my head, and that's Jill Valentine, but not Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Jill Valentine. I want to see update of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 Jill Valentine, where she summons the zombies, zombies and she's got the all zombie the zombie dogs, and she like she summons Tyrant as her as her um, ultimate, and she has like the rocket launcher. And yeah, she summons all the monsters. I think that's a much better. I like how fast the like Resident Evil Five Jill was, but I think because and it makes sense because of Resident Evil 20th anniversary, bring back the original Jill and then give her all of her costumes throughout the years, and I think that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, and Rainbow Mika from Street Fighter Five for all the suplexings. Awesome, awesome. Just because you mentioned before, and it sounds so awesome. I want Skull Mania to be in Capcom. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be that be. I just the, just the idea tickles me so much. I, that that sounds amazing. Even though like Street Fighter Five is just like uh like uh Rashida Rashida. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like perfect. him a lot. That's perfect. He would be he would fit right into Marvel vs. Capcom. I think mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Can you just hear it like his his own Rashido. theme music? Like, <laughs> I I actually never played Five. I played the demos while I was at Comic Con. I just after talk after Stan, I like, just gave it that scathing review. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna save my money for something else. Listen, but I, my love, my love of Rashido never died. I so, fucking I love was- Street Fighter, but I think they really like that. That game leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Street Fighter Five, from like all the all the missteps that they took with that launch, and like the like how like it was so lacking and everything, and they put in stuff later, but it felt like. Too, too late at that point. I just wasn't interested in it anymore. But I love, I love how fucking crazy Street Fighter is. I love, I love Street Fighter. I love all the characters. I even love Ryu, even though people like abuse him online and piece of shit fighting him online. <laughs> but like, I think they're great, and I, I welcome all the Street Fighter characters into the Marvel vs. Capcom. I think they're they're essential, and I think Rashid would be like a perfect addition to the roster. And Rainbow Mika, my last Capcom. I want I want you to play as like a scaled up version of the finger from Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, why not Tofu? It would kind of be like the dummy finger blown up. That's the way I, guess I, so, yeah. I, I picture him walking around. Maybe the finger can like spew out zombies or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think like the whole mystery around the finger is just so weird. And or if and, they and the ultimate is welcome to the family. Yeah, <laughs> if, if they if they bring back Phoenix Wright, one of his things should one of the clues he finds is should be the dummy finger. That would be funny. <laughs> um, for Marvel, uh, I would like a um, like an ice climber partner character team of Rocket and Groot to get like Baby Groot. I would really love uh, a Winter Soldier, Ant Man as well. Yeah, really yeah. Like. It'd be cool to see uh, a bunch of the MC villains too, like Ult- Ultron and. Um, Thanos. 
I think Thanos is a given, you know. Like he, he's Thanos gotta, would be like the the big the final boss. Thanos has got to be in there because he's he not only was he in Marvel's Capcom two, but like he's the main boss of the MCU. Besides Kraven, I would love to see like Doc Ock or some or Go- or Green Goblin. Yeah, like a different Spidey villain besides Venom. But I think Venom would be great as Flash Thompson. He's like more military focused, and he's got like guns and shit. Like I want Dormammu to come back. Dormammu, yeah. Maybe even Doctor Strange. I just want Mads Mikkelsen to be a character. Oh yeah, Caecilius. Yeah, yeah with his like, be, weird eye dope. shit. Can you imagine a stage uh, based on the movie where like the stage like flips around or like like the floor becomes a ceiling and you have to fight upside down? Or oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be too much of a mind fuck for a fighting game. Yeah, it would be, it would be banned from tournaments, <laughs> but I would I would welcome it. Was that in Smash? There's that one stage where like it is like that Pokemon stage, right? Like. That flips upside down. Yeah. yeah, but all those shits are always like banned in tournaments because it's like too weird. Oh man, I think that's it. Yeah, awesome. So we're looking forward to Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Uh, right now, there's no release date, right? No, no, 2017. And uh, before we before we, uh, we sign out, let's check one more time to see if there's any new news about these new characters. Stan is checking the Twitter right now. I'm checking Google. Oh, tune in at 5.30 p.m. PST on ESPN2 for the rebroadcast of Capcom Cup 2016 and get a first look at the tune-in additional... Oh, so right now, the ESPN2 event's literally happening. Happening Like, it started like five minutes ago because we're three mm-hmm. hours ahead. So... Okay. I was, I was thinking it was 5.30 Eastern, but I guess not. Oh, well, we'll update you. <laughs> You know, do you know where you can get updated? Yeah, get updated at our Facebook group, Stan. Facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals. We are 520 members strong. Woo! Thank right you, guys. Now. Thank you so much. Uh, we have to do something super special because we broke 500. That's a big number. Not sure what we'll... I don't know. Maybe we'll do like a free we will, giveaway. We'll, we'll put out an episode every week <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, really, it really means a lot to us for for you guys just liking, sharing, just being so active in the community and bringing other people into our big family. Uh, let's get us to a thousand. Just keep being awesome and keep joining the group. Keep telling your friends. Tell our friends about our podcast because we love doing this and we love talking to you guys. You can find the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Again, like Stan said, you can find us on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals. You can find us individually on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. You can find Stan on Twitter at... Stan Doom. 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 And you can find Andy on Twitter at SweetJustice1. One. One. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And please tell us, tweet us, uh, message us, comment. Um, what was your favorite moments from the Game Awards and PXX? And, and what, what you characters you want to see in MVC? That too. So just bring us all in and uh, uh, don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe and tell your friends. Do that. Uh, And with that, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening.